This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome into episode nine of Beyond Basic. One more until we get to 10, which is crazy to think about that we've already been doing podcasts for about two months now, but it's been so much fun. It's it's been awesome. It is crazy to like say episode nine going on number ten. Um, it's been a great experience so far, and we're always so happy to hear everybody's feedback. Well, this is the new year, twenty nineteen, and I know like you and I definitely are people who I feel like we have goals set, and we probably had goals set since we were like two years old. So <laughs> I don't necessarily think we're the type of people that are like, hey, this is like our New Year's resolution. Um, but I think for us, at least speaking for myself, I'm one of those people who I, I guess I kind of try to reinvent my goals every year and and try to push, I mean, a little bit more hard harder towards those goals if I haven't achieved achieved them yet. I mean, what type of goal setter are you? Yeah, I'm really into writing things down. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm a very kind of visual learner. Um, so I have, you know, a million journals that I just pick up, jot things in all the time. So I think that helps me because I feel like I'm making myself more accountable when I can write it down and I think, okay, it's written down. I got to do it, you know. Yeah, and it's nice though because for me, the, the reason why we get along so well and why we did this podcast is because we have really the, the same mindset on the way that we do things. We don't really need anybody to push us. We kind of just know how to push ourselves. And so whenever I hear about New Year's resolutions, um, I, I try not to get too sucked into that because then for me at least, it means that I'm not... I'm not doing things that I should be every single year. It should just be an automatic for me to be, you know, making these things my goals and achieving them year after year. So praise the people that make those resolutions and they and they do that. But I, I definitely am a little bit different when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think the new year or two is good though for, to, for hitting the reset button, you know, the... Oh, yeah. Throughout the year, it does become so chaotic and some of those goals naturally some ways slip away just because of basically the chaos of the year so it is nice to hit that reset button and review kind of what you want to change and accomplish and maybe start over well somebody uh who who we got to both enjoy um taking in a classroom and, and doing the fitness side of things because we're both very fitness orientated i know her from here in Nashville and then Ella came and visited me in Nashville and was able to take a class from her. Her name is Anne Marie. Um, she's not just an instructor. She has been in sports her entire life and I'm really excited because she's going to be our next guest. I'm so excited to bring her in. Her class was amazing in Nashville. I am an avid Pilates participant, yes. I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. um, and I take classes several times a week in Chicago. So it was cool to see 
um, her technique and, and the way she taught when we went to Nashville. But then obviously hearing her sports side of things um, is really why, why we brought her on. So Kayla, why don't you bring her in? Okay, it is time for our next Beyond Basic guest. So excited to have her on the episode today. It is Anne-Marie. She's a former Tennessee Titans cheerleader and currently the owner of Sculpt House in Nashville, Tennessee. And if you have ever met Anne-Marie, let me tell you, she is a great motivator. Her true passion is you know, fitness. And I just am excited to have you on today and, and for you to share your journey. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to speak about it. I've loved having you in class, so I'm excited to get to know each other a little bit more throughout this conversation. You know, and you've been an athlete your entire life. Where did it all begin for you? Wow, yeah, I grew up dancing. My whole family, we were dancers. Um, And I think because I was the youngest of three kids, I decided I wanted to kind of go off into my own light and get away from dancing initially. Mm -hmm. So I actually, that's when I turned to swimming. I was a competitive swimmer for quite a long time actually, but then dance found its way back into my life soon after college. It was one thing that I don't think I could ever get away from in a good way. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just been a part of my blood. Just moving my body and being active has just been always a part of who my family has been and who I've been. So as Kayla mentioned, you were Tennessee Titans cheerleader. At what point did you decide that's what you wanted to go for? Like you said, you came back to dance and then you took this this route of of cheerleading so at what yeah. point did you would did you make that decision and what was that process really like well I actually had a very interesting journey back to that I was I worked in television for about seven years in New York wow and I decided you know one day I woke up and I realized I was spending 24 hours a day seven days a week living for everybody else's dreams And I just wanted to do something that was really fulfilling for me internally. So I left the television industry, moved to Nashville. I had gone to Belmont, which is why I initially knew Nashville. Yep. Uh, But decided I wanted to move back and decided just to do a lifelong dream of trying out for professional cheerleading, especially since I, I was away from dance for so long, trying to get back into dance at the age I was. There was not many routes to go, and professional cheerleading was about the only way to get back. And I love football. Yes. And there's nothing better than game day Sundays. So to combine, (laughs) combine all of those into one was, it was just a no brainer for me. You know, I think there's so many like misconceptions when it comes to, when you hear you hear the phrase cheerleader and and a lot of people are going to just automatically say, Oh, well they're not like an athlete. And you would completely argue with that as would we. Absolutely. So professional cheerleading, it's, On top of being able to have your own full-time career, which you need to have, you have to spend numerous hours doing physical workouts on top of practicing as well. We go through, as professional cheerleaders, I I can speak for the Titans, we go through just as much rigorous training as, you know, sometimes even in the summer, just as much as the guys go through. Right. We have a trainer who was himself, he was an Olympic athlete. He was a decathlete, so he puts us through a lot of very intense track workouts, a lot of intense body weight workouts, um, and on top of that, I even though I'm a trainer myself, I still had a trainer mm-hmm. that I worked with on off days because cheering for a four-hour game by the time you go from Jeez. start to finish yeah. with everything oh. is the endurance is essentially even longer than running a marathon if you think about it. 
So just to have that constant endurance, and that's what we train for is just nonstop. Because even on those days where it's rainy and we're losing, you still have to keep <laughs> going and still have to smile and yep. jump up and down. And and it's it's the endurance part of it was the biggest thing. You'd get done with game days and you'd come home and just sit on the couch and not want to move for about 48 hours after. So <laughs> it's definitely physically intense. What was the most rewarding part for you? You were a captain as well. How how long did you end up cheering for in in, in Nashville? And, and really, what was the most rewarding part? Yeah, I cheered for six seasons. Wow. I was a captain for three of those seasons. Mm. And then my last season, I was a Pro Bowl cheerleader. And I feel... There's a lot of different rewarding parts to me. I mean, personally, in a selfish manner, I loved getting the aspect of being able to go to Pro Bowl. That was pretty that cool. Oh, yeah. But I think one of the best parts of, of the job was getting to meet all of the military men and women and their families. Mm-hmm. Having the opportunity to travel overseas, and then I also went to Alaska. It's just to be in a position where I can live quote unquote an everyday normal life, but have the capacity to also reach out to those who are protecting and defending our freedom was just something that I'll take with me for the rest of my life. You know, and that's it. That becomes a part of what I, what my next question is because it's only natural. And, and Ella and I have, have had this happen with our careers. It's only natural when you're covering a team and when you're cheering for a team, let's say you want them to do well. Uh, you're involved in the culture around it. Uh, how big of a a Titans fan have you become? And you're still involved. Yeah. So, you know, in all honesty, I came into it as a Titans fan, but I was, I could tell you surface level stuff about it. And you get, I mean, I, I cheered through those seasons where it was, barely any wins Uh. I cheered through those games where it was I remember we got shut out so badly that it was nobody left in the stands but friends and family and through that all you realize you see the sweat and grind those guys put through yep and you understand that it is more than a game to a lot of us Mm -hmm. it is just it's that sweat sweat passion that hard work that um that drive that to do something bigger than yourself I mean it's really Football is a bigger thing than just the game on Sundays to a lot of us who are involved with the NFL. And it's, and I'm still a diehard fan. I still try to go to almost every game possible, still try to work almost every game possible. And it's, it's something that'll be with me for the rest of my life. That's so interesting you say that because Kayla and I talk about this a lot and what we do is that it's so easy to cover a team when they're winning it's when they're losing and not doing well is when the challenge really presents itself because you still have stories to tell and you sometimes have you know defeated guys that are just trying to grind out the rest of their seasons um so that was just really interesting point that you brought up because your job is your job whether they're winning or losing and it is hard to still make it I don't want to say worthwhile, but it, it, it is a much bigger challenge when they aren't performing as well, I guess you could say. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I still remember my at least my first, my second, third, and fourth season were probably some of our lowest points in the Titans career, and my love for them still grew even yeah. more because you see them go through those bad moments. I mean, it's it's really easy to jump on board when any team's winning in any sport, but it is harder to be there. and you would start to really recognize the diehard fans that would come no matter what. And you realize for them that it it does mean a lot more than just coming for, for football, coming just to maybe watch a game and be social on Sunday. And it's, and you see the guys themselves, you see the disappointment in their face after you see the disappointment throughout it. And just knowing that they, 
still have to show up week after week for a job, even when things get tough. It's 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 heartbreaking, but it also gets you closer to the team physically and mentally. Well, one thing people also don't think about when they think about female athletes is really the sacrifice that you give in terms of your body. There, there's a lot that happens yeah. with the body. And you thought you were never going to be able to have kids. And I was actually with yeah. Kayla. We came to Sculpt House um, when I was visiting back in December. And you recently told us some very good news. Yeah. yeah. So my, my – yeah, it's exciting. My journey is, is one that I should say was something based on choices that I mm-hmm. made – the industry is very tough, and yes, there is a, a desire and kind of a subtle behind-the-scenes push for you to look a certain way, mm-hmm. but every choice that I went through was my own. I never had any coach tell me to lose weight or that I had to be a certain way, but you just know it is the entertainment industry at the end of the day. You know you have to look the part, and a lot of that included me going through years of choosing the route through eating disorders. It led me through years of over-exercising, and these were all choices I made, and some of that over time, I grew more knowledgeable about what I need to do with my body, but there, there is a lot of pressure, not necessarily from your, your team per se, but from the general public, if you will, especially in the world of social media now when the general public can comment on any picture that's posted out there and you just kind of have to take it right. for what it is, and there's a lot of outside opinions coming your way, so for me, it was years of eating disorders and being very thin and the doctors told me for many years that I would never have kids and that uh, my body was just at a place where it was kind of past that point kind of been fried out and so post cheer I took it upon myself to kind of do some a lot of reverse healing to get to the point where now I'm expecting my first child congratulations yes thank you it is it's pretty exciting And, and it's just powerful it also shows you what the human body can do. And that's why I love my career that I work in. I love the fitness industry because it's for me where I'm at the stage of my life. It's not about getting rid of stuff in your body, getting rid of that weight, if you will, getting rid of that food. It's like, what can you bring to your body to nourish you and make you better and make you whole? And here's the thing, and that's a transition so, you know, perfectly into what I was going to say, because first of all, we're extremely happy because this is something that I think women struggle with uh, fertility. I mean, I don't think people really know how much of a struggle that is for women. And so we're extremely happy for you. And I'm even more happy because I've been able to get to know you. And I was able to do that because I am also a fitness person outside of my career. Mm -hmm. I, I love to to be involved in fitness and try new things. And so I decided to try out Sculpt House a few months ago when it opened in Nashville, and you are the proud owner. This is your other baby. Um, you you yeah, just opened so, this yeah. up. I mean, this is great. Tell tell everybody yeah. out there, you know, what this, uh, I guess, method is. Yeah, so I actually have a main owner based out of Atlanta, and I am brought this here and just helped kind of bring this method to life. It's actually a method that combines Legree Fitness, which people think it's like Pilates, but it's way more strength training based than Pilates. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more intense with the Woodway Curve treadmill. And in the professional um, athlete world, a lot of people know of the Woodway Curve, but it is the treadmill that you have to self-power on your own. So both of these methods are actually the the mega former with Legree Fitness as well as the Woodway Curve are both low impact, which has been very critical to my growth post cheer and getting my body to that state where it doesn't have a lot of impact anymore, but there's still high intensity. Mm -hmm. 
And there's not a lot of things on the market out there that you can have that that low impact, but still leave the class feeling like you just did one million will <laughs> or one million box right. jumps. It is it's just as intense, but it's so much safer for our bodies. And I've been doing a lot of research lately in what happens as we age with our bodies and and I've read a lot of places that you spend a lot of your thirties kind of undoing the bad habits that we've made in our teenage years and our twenties. Mm-hmm. And we start to to teach our body how to functionally perform well, not just perform well for show or for how much I can lift, but it's what can my body really functionally do better to train for the rest yeah. of my life, if you will. And so that's what this method really does. It's yes, do you, are you going to plank in here? Does that translate fully into life? Are you going to plank a lot in life? It's not about that. It's about building the core strength yep. that you're going to need to carry your body through the rest of your life. And that's, for me, that's why I'm just so passionate about what the Sculpt House Method does. And and we're expanding it all over the country over the next couple of years, which is really exciting. Um, But Legree Fitness in itself is still a very new method to the world. It's been around for only about 15 years. And I think this method has been effective and will continue to be effective is because the method itself is constantly evolving. There's not just bicep curls, if you will. There's a lot of ways you can do bicep curls, but you can. we are constantly changing the different spring loads you need to be on or different cables you need to pull. So this method can grow and you can evolve with it. And just as the methods evolved, myself as an athlete with this method over the years has evolved as well. Well, you mentioned kind of setting yourself up, I guess for longevity, you could say, and, and to yeah. make your life better. Um, so you've been around athletes, obviously. So would you recommend this method to some of these athletes, maybe football players, um, who may need something different in the off season, or even maybe someone who's retired and trying to keep their body in shape, um, and, and keep their body functioning because we know football players, it's, it's taxing on their bodies and they, they need something to to keep going. Yeah, we actually have a lot of retired athletes or athletes who are trying to go through rehab or try to get back into their sport that take Legree and take Sculpt House because it is a method that uh, this machine, the Megaformer, really challenges your body in ways that no other method on the market Mm -hmm. can do. It's adding constant resistance to your body, so there's a lot of core strength and there's a lot of flexibility that professional athletes need that you don't get from traditional methods. You don't even get sometimes just by stretching. Sometimes you need resistance pulling your body apart in order to really get into that stretch. So there's a lot with that in this method that I see. Like I have a lot of, it's been picking up. There's more in Atlanta where we've been open for about three years, but here it's already starting to pick up with, we had a a guy who came in who uh, has been back and forth in and out of the NFL and he's been doing this method as a way just to throw his body for a curl even. Because that's the other thing, you get used to training a certain way, you get used to strength and conditioning, you get used to the weightlifting they put you through in in the training room at at these, uh, I can speak to the NFL with the NFL, you can swing kettlebells, but it's it's this different way of training to throw your body a curveball, which is necessary for change. And we we can both vouch because we have we taken your class, <laughs> Anne Marie. We took it from yes. Anne Marie when Ella was visiting in Nashville, and it, this is definitely a challenge. So, like anybody out there who uh, wants something different or just wants to look into it, you should definitely check it out. Anne Marie, we have loved having you on the podcast. And before we let you go, I want you to tell people where yeah. to follow you on social media. And and then um, give out that yes. Sculpt House website so people can check that out. 
Yes. So on social media, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at Fit City Pearl. It's F I T. C-I-T-Y-P-E-A-R-L. And my fun story about that, people always ask me why. <laughs> I was wondering. Pearl in the name. It's the con. Yeah. Well, with a pearl, there's no two pearls in this world that Sweet. are the same. Every pearl that is created is unique. And so that's kind of my belief in life about every human is unique and individual. So that's my. I love your that. inspiration for the day. Right? Love I that. love that. Yeah. That's, that's. That's kind of how I live life by. So that's that. Um, and Sculpt House, you can follow Sculpt House at, at Sculpt House. You can also go to www.sculpthouse.com. And we are definitely growing. And like I said, we're about to explode to some other cities around mm-hmm. this country. So, so stay awesome. tuned for that. Well, thanks again for coming on. We we love your we Thank love your you passion for life. Um, you're an inspiration to those out there that you know your stories that you've shared with us today. So just keep keep killing it, girl. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Emery. So just just a really refreshing woman. I mean, she she has such great perspective on life, um, her journey, overcoming all the things that she's overcome. When you think about cheerleading as, as a career, and she did it for so such a chunk of her life, I think people just overlook the fact that it is a sport, and, and they're, they're just like athletes, the pro athletes. I mean, they train, they have to be in peak shape, and we don't know all these little things that go into it and and what you do to your body. And so I guess to hear her story was just really a different perspective than most most people probably hear from. My favorite part was when um, she talked about their responsibility on the field, no matter what the score is, what the team's record is at the time. That mm-hmm. was very relatable to me, you know, as we talk about and how I mentioned in the interview, we always discuss how it's so easy to cover a team when they're winning. Yeah. And, you know, for what we do and when they're losing, it's really, really hard um, because you have to dig for those stories and you have to still make the team and their stories interesting to fans when maybe it's the time that fans don't want to be interested. So I think it was cool to hear her perspective on that because think she has to be in a stadium entertaining hundreds of thousands of fans, say, even if they're down three touchdowns, you know? Yeah, no, that's a great way to relate it to what we do because now you get lucky sometimes in this career and you get to cover a lot of winning teams, but then there are times that you're going to have down seasons and guess what? You can't just check out. And that's exactly what she was saying. You can't just check out and say, hey, I don't want to cheer this day. You're getting on the field and you're cheering and you're going to have to cheer no matter if it's 400 people in the stands or 20,000 or 60,000. So it doesn't matter. Just like for us, we don't just get to say, hey, we're going to skip this season Mm -hmm. because this team isn't winning. Um, I think some of the best things that you can do is to get – through those times and it makes you such a better you know reporter or a better cheerleader whatever it might be in sports um a better athlete because you do kind of work through that adversity so that was really cool and i'm excited because um, her business is growing ella they just opened up a sculpt house they're opening one up in dallas now i saw that i think maybe on her instagram the other day she's a really good follow for anyone who is interested in following her on instagram and she shows too when she said that she's still involved with titans cheer she wasn't kidding Mm -hmm. when she posts from their from games all the time she's on the sidelines she's around the other cheerleaders she still is very much involved um which i think is is really cool that she still goes back and gives back to the team 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I saw her the other, it was like three weeks ago and she was on the field right before the game and she was, you know, gearing up for everything. And she was with the ladies. She, she actually works a lot with the recent cheerleaders and she's, she's still kind of a mentor for people because she's been there, done that. And I think that's really good for her to put herself out there that these younger people that haven't been through this before, these younger cheerleaders can ask her questions and feel comfortable about those type of things. So um, good for her and uh, look forward to all her success in the future. Yeah, she she was so great. I'm so happy we had her on. Well, Ella, where can people go and find us on iTunes? And I know that you'll tell people where they can subscribe and leave reviews. Yeah, so if you're listening right now on iTunes, you can just click that subscribe button and you'll receive notifications whenever a new episode comes out, which is every Tuesday. Yes. Um, on social media, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Beyond Basic Pod. Um, we're always making new guest announcements, putting out some content, so you can follow us there. And if you like what we've been doing, please leave a review right here on iTunes or give us a rate. Um, we love hearing feedback and seeing where we can improve or make changes or people even have been emailing us with some guest suggestions as well. So we would love to hear from you. Yeah, and we have some great guests coming up. I always say that, but we are just trying to reach out to so many different people. And I'm excited because we have some different types of sports in the future that we're going to touch on things that you know we're very uh football savvy and hockey savvy here because those are our two passions but we're going to get into some other sports that uh, those of you out there might be really interested in perspectives from different people so we're excited about that but um we hope you guys are able to check out our future episodes uh, hope you enjoyed this one and we look forward to hearing from you guys next week nobody builds 5g like verizon builds 5g because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.